Robert Sapp here. Welcome to the podcast. Today's verses is from Luke chapter 5, verses 19 through 25. And if I had to title this podcast anything, it would be their faith or the faith of the four. Verse 19. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto them, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemous? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins, he said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy couch, and go into thine house. And immediately he rose up before them, and took up that whereon he lay, departed to his own house, glorifying God. Their faith. When he saw their faith. From verse 20. It wasn't the man's faith that lay on the on the bed, the couch, King James says, but it was the faith of those that carried him, one on each corner. They knew that if they could get this man, their friend, to Jesus, that something good would happen. So often we, we think that somebody is sick because of a lack of faith or that they're not healed because of a lack of their faith. Perhaps they're not healed. Perhaps they are sick because of a lack of our faith. You see, sickness happens. Bad things happen. Good things happen. But it is all up to God. Who gets healed, it's all up to God what happens. But it is sometimes our faith because if if the individual our friend doesn't know Christ then he doesn't or she doesn't go to the Lord in prayer who's going to go for them who's going to pray for those lost souls to come to know the Lord who's going to pray for those that are sick that they might be healed who's going to pray for those that are depressed and downtrodden to be uplifted who's going to pray for those that are financially in trouble to have a financial miracle that's our job that's the christian's job so often we we judge people by the way they look we judge people by the way they act we judge people because well, we're judgmental and sometimes we when we tell people or we don't pray for people we're really saying that they're not worth it but isn't it wonderful that someone prayed for us? Isn't it wonderful that someone thought we was worth being prayed for? And even more importantly, wasn't it, isn't it wonderful that someone thought that we was worth going to the cross for? It's our faith that our friends can be saved. It's our faith that they can be made whole. 
they may not have the faith. They may be young in the Lord. They may be Christians, but they may be young in the Lord, and it is our faith that teaches them to have more faith. We often think that people are not paying attention to us, but young people and young in the Lord are watching. And when you blow it, they, they see that as well, and we all blow it. We all make mistakes. And it's not making the mistake that they're watching. It's how you respond to making the mistake. Do you get all haughty and puffy and or you don't admit that you made a mistake? Or, or do you go with a contrite heart and, and ask their forgiveness? These four men, four people, we don't know that they were men. We know that the individual that was laying on the couch was a man, because it says his couch. We don't know who they were. It could have been brothers. It could have been family. It could have been cousins. But we know that they were friends, and we know that they had faith. We know that they had faith to get this guy to Jesus. And when they got to the door and they couldn't get through, they didn't stop. Well, it's too late. Can't do nothing. If we had gotten here earlier, gotten a good seat, Oh well, can't can't find my car keys. Can't oh we're gonna be late now, so we shouldn't even go to church. Oftentimes it's how you react that people are paying attention to. Well he's too heavy, I can't carry him. Apparently they didn't think that because they carried him up to the roof. Now we think that, you know, they went up on a ladder and they and they did. We don't have a good grasp in our everyday world on what this looked like. But their roofs were flat. It was usually one-story buildings. And their roof was flat. That's where they dried the flax to make the linen. That's where they stored stuff. And often in the warmer weather and the no-rain weather, they would sleep out on their roofs because they didn't have central air conditioning. But these four decided that if they couldn't get through the door, they was going to find another way. Are we so determined that no matter what, we're going to get our friends to Jesus? We might not be able to physically pick them up and carry them to Jesus. But are we so determined that spiritually we're going to get them to Jesus? Are we relying on someone else? What if these four had stayed at home? What if these four decided that they couldn't carry their friend? What if these four decided to go do something else? Maybe they were tired. They'd worked all day. Maybe they was just tired. What if they'd said, I'm just too tired to go? It's your faith that separates people from their sins. When you came to know the Lord, you probably didn't have a lot of faith. To each is given a measure of faith. And that measure of faith is what draws, the Holy Spirit uses to draw us to, to Jesus. Because without the drawing of the Spirit, there is no salvation. So we all have a measure of faith. And as we walk and talk and read and study, our faith should grow. And if it's not growing, why not? If your faith is not growing, why isn't it growing? Are you exercising it? 
Are you working it daily? You think that's crazy. But think about it. You have to exercise to grow. You have to exercise your arms and your legs to grow your muscles. Faith is no different. And when you start out in the Lord, fresh, new, oh yeah, anything is possible. But do you really have the faith that anything is possible? Because if you really had the faith that anything was possible, it wouldn't be so easily to sway a new Christian. We have a faith when we come to know the Lord. We, we have faith. We believe that he has healed us or has saved us, I should say, and kept us from, from hell. But that's pretty much where our faith ends. And then we run into sickness or we run into a problem and it may be small. Well, Lord, where did I lay those keys down? That's a problem. And then you find them. You find your keys. As soon as you say that, well, Lord, where did I lay that, my keys down? Oh, there they are. Thank you, Lord. You've just exercised your faith and you've grown a little bit. And then you get sick. Well, Lord, I've got this headache. I'd really like for it to go away. And the headache goes away and there you've exercised your faith a little bit more but what if the headache doesn't go away is it because you didn't have enough faith or is it for another reason well sometimes it may be that there is a lack of faith but it could be again for another reason you see we can pray and we can ask and we can lay hands on we can anoint but it's God that does the healing not us and for whatever reason, God chose not to heal, not to take away the headache. For whatever reason. But even with that headache, your faith can grow stronger. Because sometimes you just need to push on. You just got to have the strength to continue on. And when you continue on, well, Lord, thank you for the strength. You know, I've often prayed as a young Christian... I'm not so physically young anymore, but as a young Christian, I often prayed, Lord, your will be done. But as I've grown older, I've realized that God's will <laughs> is going to be done, no matter if I ask for it or not. So I'm asking, Lord, give me strength in your will so that I can press on, so I can move on, so I can strengthen and grow my faith not just for me but for those around me because often I'm called to pray for sick shortly after I came to know the Lord just a few years after we had uh, we had several people in our church that was in the hospital and I would go and pray for them and every one of them died and I got to thinking well <laughs> I don't know if I'd ask for me to pray for me or not because you know, everybody I prayed for died, but they were permanently healed, each and every one of them. So where is your faith? What's it lying in? Is it lying in yourself? Now these four men, four people, they believed that they could carry this man up to the roof and put him down through the roof. And they did it. So they were physically strong. But it wasn't the, that they could believe that they could do it. They, they knew they could do that. 
It was their belief that if they, when they did it and got him in front of Christ, that a change would be made. Anybody can pray. Anybody can throw up a five-cent word, ask him for a dollar answer. But this is a type of faith that you get with conversations with God, with walking with God, with having Him as your partner, as your leader, as your guide. This is that kind of faith. When you start out, you don't have that kind of faith. You have faith, but you don't have that kind of faith. Often you'd, you'll say, as a young Christian, well, Lord can do it. I just don't know if he will. Or, the Lord can do this, but what if he doesn't? Well, the Lord could do it if he wants to, but... Yes, the Lord can do it. We've just got to believe it. And if you are going to him in prayer, and you don't actually believe what you're asking for, guess what? You've already received your answer. It's not going to happen. So you got to go... The, the man ran to Christ and Christ asked him, said, do you, do you believe? He said, oh, I believe, but help my unbelief. We all have that unbelief. There's a point in every one of our lives where we think, well, I just don't know if God's going to do this. God hears each and every one of our prayers. He may not answer each and every one of our prayers the way we think he should. But he's going to answer it correctly, no matter what it is. So as as a friend, you should carry those loved ones in front of Christ, knowing that if they can get in front of Christ, changes will be made. As friends, carry them spiritually to the feet of the cross. Physically, if you have to, Go and tell them about what God has done in your life. Witness. How many times has God answered your prayer? No matter how foolish it may sound, how silly it may sound. I remember as a young Christian and I was working in a, in a particular power plant and trying to go through a door, the key got stuck in the door. We couldn't leave the key stuck in the door it could not be left unlocked I couldn't get that key out to save my life Lord I need your help I need this key to come out the key came out no it was just stuck right it was maybe a little off it wouldn't come out you can believe whatever you want to but I know God was with me that night and that key came out the door I know that without a question and that strengthened my faith. So now I don't disbelieve as much. Oh yeah, there's still some questions at times. Well, will God do this? Yeah, still question. But I know that God can do it. I've just got to believe him for it. I've got to be like one of these four, even for myself. I've got to carry me to the foot of the cross and I've got to believe that if I can get me to Jesus something good will happen now he said uh, you're forgiven your sins are forgiven 
And the Pharisees say, oh my gosh. What is he saying? He's speaking blasphemies. Who can forgive sins but God? And Jesus perceived their thoughts. He answered them, said, what reason ye in your hearts? Whether is it easy to say thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say rise up and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins. He said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, and take up thy couch, and go into thine house. And immediately he rose up before them, and took up that worm upon he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. It was just as easy for Christ to forgive this man's sins as it would was for him to say, Rise up and walk. And he rose up and walked. So his sins were also forgiven at that moment. He took up his bed and he walked away. But he didn't have the faith. His friends did. Be a friend to someone. Have the faith. No matter what they're facing. Financial. Sickness. Rain. Drought. No matter what. Have the faith. Go to Christ and say, you know, my friend needs rain. My friend needs dryness. My friend needs financial help. My friend needs healing. But most especially, my friend needs salvation. So be that individual for, for your friend. Carry them to the foot of the cross. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most heavenly, kind, gracious Father, we ask that you'll move and that you'll touch as only you can. Lord, that you'll bless and move and touch as only you can in people's lives. Lord, for those that are hearing, Lord, those that will hear in the future, we ask, Lord, that you'll move and touch on them. Lord, that you'll give them an understanding. Lord, that you'll open up their eyes of understanding and their heart, ears to hear and their hearts to receive. Lord, we ask that if anyone is listening, Lord, that does not know you as their personal Lord and Savior, that, Lord, you will draw them to you by your Spirit and that you will send someone to plant, someone to water, because we know that you give the increase. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, until next week, see you later.